Welcome to quite possibly the nerdiest thing I've ever done, and that's saying a lot. It's the Fast Sim News. I'm your host, the Commissioner. Today we're going to get super hyped for the preseason. We're going to get super hyped for spring training. We're going to get ourselves all geeked for the season. Where I'm going to get geeked, and hopefully you're going to listen because this is the quite possibly the nerdiest thing I've ever done. So let's let's get right into it. The funny thing about not just Fast Sim, but this league in particular, is the setup is so strange, and, and the players being where they're at, sort of close together, puts us in a weird spot because you just don't quite know what's going to happen and how it's all going to shake out. That's exciting to me. And while I know there's a ton of controversy around the, uh, the introduction of uh, free agents to the pool last minute or so, I think that that injection of talent to the league will sort of keep things interesting because things are already so tight. This is going to, you know, and in fast sim, you don't have the same advantages you might have in other kinds of leagues where you can gamesmanship somebody and, you know, it comes down to a series and you don't, you don't have that kind of level of granular control. And so in fast sim, it really is about like team building and like guys stepping up and luck. And uh, I think this is going to be a season full of luck. So... Looking around at the league, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll break this down into... This isn't going to go on that long. We're going to break this down into sort of like thinking about some players to look out for. And we're going to talk a little bit about... Less about spring training. Who knows what will happen and what kind of goofy things folks are going to do. And who's going to get trained in a new position. Especially with the introduction of uh, two-way players. And hopefully we start to see some more of that. And given where things are in this league, we're probably going to need some more pitching. But in any case... Just looking at predictions for the upcoming season. And so the first thing I want to get out of the way is it's sort of the signing that rocked the whole league in the in the form of a uh, Karmartala, who Sakamo devoted half their half their uh, their budget to. And uh here's the thing about that signing that's interesting to me. The guy's a leadoff hitter. So he's not a we're not talking about a guy that's gonna it's going to, you know, in 120 games, it's going to hit 25 home runs or, you know, like he's not a, he's not a Grannis of Helsinki or anything like that. This is a guy who's going to lead off. He's Ricky Henderson for our league is what this guy is. And so the question becomes, would you pay peak Ricky Henderson Barry Bonds money? And, and so it's going to be interesting to see whether that decision pays off or not. So, of course, you know, I'm going to come coming here with numbers. So I did a little bit of uh, did a little bit of research, did a little bit of forecasting a little bit here. And I'll say is, is that in the, in the future forecasting I did, I ran several, several iterations of simulations of what things could possibly look like. Like, what could the future look like? And I didn't go far ahead because that would require you all to have like, played. But just to even be able to, like, use the game's predictive models to figure out what this might look like. And in the east, so yeah, Ita Lansi, Ita East and West. And um in, in the East, I think Helsinki is the definitive favorite. Then every every simulation that I ran, Helsinki was the team to beat. 
Of course, you know, in this league, it's first and second place battle it out for the division championship. And so uh, second place is really up for grabs. I think that, I mean, you've got to like Yansu um, as a, as a, uh, as a second place team, but I'm saying that, that bottom four in that league division rather can really be anyone's race. Havinka's going to have a tough time, but I think anybody from Sakamo, who again spent half their budget on one guy, um, Kuvala and, um, and Yonsu, um, all are going to have to really duke it out pretty hard for that. It could be anybody's race there. That midseason mark for them, the deals they make, the, the things they try to just the adjustments that they make are going to be huge. Um, Helsinki, why are they so powerful? Well, I mean, I think it starts with Carl Granis. Um, he's a guy that you should expect to see him um, belt the ball quite far. Um, I have no idea what kind of adjustments folks are going to make to parks over the next, you know, the next day or so. That might impact it slightly. But I think that this guy's a big league hitter. He's the kind of guy that's going to hit over 300. Um, he's going to slug over 570. Um, he's a big, big, he's a mean guy. And so I, I would solely expect that when we're talking about MVP balloting, he's a guy that's going to be top three on your list. Um, the aforementioned Martala, I mean, I think this is the kind of guy, he, maybe he's the Mike Trout of our league. I said he's Ricky Henderson, but maybe he's the Mike Trout of our league. Um, the kind of guy that can do it all. Um, and save runs as well as score them. But I'm just not sure. His bat's going to have to really do more. You know, hitting 400 is cute, but I'm not sure that if he can't drive in more runs, that's going to help Sakamo the way that they need for them to be in that top three conversation in that Eastern division. Uh, looking around the rest of the rest of that, the rest of the um, you know, sort of talent around the league, let's talk about pitching a little bit. Um, it's going to be an interesting year on the pitching side of this. I mean, as you all know, like the pitching is a, is a, is a, is a, is a precious commodity around here. Um, Vimpolis Osalo is, is somebody who, who I think will, will impress. Um, Pori has, I think Pori, Pori, obviously Pori is the story. Pori is the story. It's been a ton of cash this off season to, uh, to, to put the scare in everybody from the start. But the funny thing about Pori, I, I, there's no world where I don't see them making the postseason. But the funny thing about that division is where is your second team? Who is going to emerge from that division as the uh, second team? And, and I think Tampere is interesting because if you read it as an English person reading English, you'd say Tampere, but it's Tampere. Um, they're an interesting club because... Uh, I ran simulations where they actually emerged. Now, they make any moves. You know, they didn't do a whole lot. But, I mean, Lapua, uh, Sanayoki, you know, with, with their ownership change in the middle of the middle of the, uh, middle of the before the season even began, it's going to be like the East. We've got, basically, we have two teams that you should expect to see in the postseason. You've got Helsinki in the, in the East and Pori in the West. But after that, the rest of this, it can be any, you could have a team that should be last that may finish first. Um, or finish second. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. But I think going back to the Pori conversation, the reason that that team is so scary isn't really even about their offense. I mean, they, I think they've got the bats, but the real issue here is that pitching. They've got three legitimate arms on that team that might make it really hard for other teams to really keep up with them. Um, you've got, you've got, uh, you've got, you know, Hastenen, you've got Peterson, and you've got Sanholm is a one, two, three. I mean, basically the, the Braves of the 90s in this league right now. 
Um, and that's pretty scary. And then so to bring those kinds of guys out night after night is going to be tough. Sanayoki's got two really solid arms, I think, and Kunin and uh, Silampa. And, um, and I think either of those guys could be really interesting to see. Back on the offensive side, Kuvala actually does have some bats that you should look out for. Um, Lapalainen is a guy that's, you know, is a 300 hitter, the guy that's going gonna, gonna to get some, hit some homers and uh, get on base a lot. Um, I think that uh, their second baseman, really their whole in, infield is pretty, is pretty interesting. And then Brenner in the outfield, they've got a center fielder, Brennan, who's a guy who can steal, who can get on base, um, who, who has got some pop to that bat, is a guy that I think can be really helpful for them. And so you talk about a team in the Eastern Division that might put a little fear in folks. You see them on the calendar and you're like, eh, I'm not so sure about that game. Kuval is a team that's going to do that to you. Um, so it is a really funny, funny season. It's going to be the most interesting season I've really ever seen sort of in a, in a fake, fake baseball league that I've ever run. Because even in the going back, not that only a couple of you were in the old days of, you know, fool and slop. The funny thing about those leagues was that you didn't really have the parity. Like it was always sort of like dominant teams and non-dominant teams. Plus, I don't think the game's modeling was as good about like creating players that felt you know, you had, to play, you had to hit the kind of juice players up to make them feel realistic. And you don't need to do that as much anymore in the simulation. So it makes it a little bit easier to do what we did, which is to have a league that's a bit more balanced. You know, you do have some standout talent. Um, and, and so it'll be interesting to see how it all flops together. Because, again, I just haven't seen a fast sim season, maybe I'm sure maybe in the other leagues, where it's been so, so up in the air about kind of where things are going to flop out. Um, the other thing that's interesting, too, if you look at the free agency signings, the two guys that were not signed, two third basemen, Noel Racinen and uh, Yuho uh, Malianius. And uh, both those guys could be interesting additions to teams. I'm sure somebody's putting money into them as we speak right now. But if those guys, depending on where those guys land, everything I'm saying, you could throw it out the window because it might give you uh, a different landscape to this. Um, speaking of Helsinki, I didn't think about Blaine Thibodeau. He's another guy. He's a catcher. It's a league where catchers, but pitchers are, there's a dearth of pitching. But you know what's even more scarce in this league is the, uh, is the catching. And so a team that's got a catcher that can show up every day and go out there and, and really perform is going to really set them apart. And he's a guy that can hit. He's got a Piazza-type build to him, um, but also can, you know, can actually save you some runs behind there. And so he doesn't have much of an arm, but... I'll be intrigued to see how much that helps Helsinki stand out um, in the beginning of that, in that Eastern division in that first half. Um, things we're looking for in the preseason. Really, I'm just curious to see if anybody emerges talent-wise. You know, there's a lot of talent in this league, guys that are, you know, sub guys that, that could, could step up and really help some of these teams emerge. And that maybe, you know, the simulations or the game haven't quite, haven't caught, quite caught up to yet because they're like 16 or something. And so I'll be intrigued to see how some of these young guys, guys like Jimmy Ali, who's 25, but like I think could really could really help uh, help out Yonsu, um, or some of these other guys um, further down on these on the prospects list. I mean, like I said, there's some young guys floating around this league who, in theory, we're going to see for a couple of seasons. Now, obviously, the talent will be what it is, and, and things will change. But um, you know, I think I think everybody, like you've all been saying, I think that. There's going to be a lot of scarcity in the pitching side, and, and until we can figure out what that's going to look like and how that plays out, um, we're not going to really know. But I expect many surprises, I think, more than anything else. Just, just expect the unexpected this season. Um, what are you all excited about? 
um, feel free to chime in and comment and, and let me know as well. Um, I think that's going to be it for this episode. But until the next time, see you on the field.